Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. A friend of mine down at Ave Maria University sent me a notice last week about uh, a new university opening up, uh, University of Austin, that uh, is a secular uh, secular enterprise, but it's hoping to counter what its founders say is a culture of censorship uh, at most colleges. Uh, they want to have a fiercely independent school that offers an alternative to what uh, the founders see as a rise in uh, illiberal liberalism on college campuses. With me right now to talk about really the, what's happening in the world of education and the prospects for new uh, universities is uh, Dr. Roger Nutt. He's interim professor and provost of Ave Marie University. He's also there, associate professor of theology, and has written uh, a wonderful book on uh, the sacraments. Roger, good to have you with me. Great to be with you, Al. So what do you know about this enterprise, this new University of Austin? What can you tell me about it? Well, I've been following it in the media, uh, like like many people have, and it appears to be the project of a number of prominent public intellectuals who have been, become disgruntled and dismayed with the ideological superficiality that uh, we find today on on most campuses, and so they hope that this initiative will uh, give them the opportunity to teach and research in a way in which they don't have to worry about whether someone is always looking over their shoulder and whether if their students complain to the dean that uh, something offensive was said in class that they could risk um, risk losing their job. So it seems to be a uh, an initiative uh, spearheaded by people who are frustrated by the uh, really narrow and stringent uh, intellectual culture that exists on most campuses today. You know, it seems so contrary to the idea of a university uh, that uh, I was raised with. Uh, the university was a place where there was supposed to be f- a free inquiry. Uh, the whole idea of tenure originally was to protect people uh, so that they could pursue uh, their their uh, their projects. Has it really gotten that bad in the secular universities? I think it has. Uh, from a from a cultural standpoint, faculty now are vulnerable to students uh, who who feel um, uh, offended, uh, and uh, administrators feel pressure to to make sure that they're sensitive to uh, students' vulnerabilities. I think it does. Um, differ a bit from department to department. I think that professors, for example, in the physical sciences uh, may still be able to uh, have an awareness that they're pursuing truth, uh, at least in a limited sense. But when it comes to the the humanities, uh, I think that, uh, you know, using a piece of Christian literature or uh, some something from American history, like the life and times of Frederick Douglass, mm-hmm. is uh, no longer welcome yeah. uh, on uh, uh, in a lot of uh, universities. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's just stunning uh, to me. What's is, there's an irony here too that Catholic universities like Ave Maria, um, you know, are often thought to be places where oh my gosh. They don't have any academic freedom there. They, they're, uh, you know, they, they, the, the, somehow their Catholic faith uh, restricts their imagination. It restricts their 
free inquiry. What do you say to people who claim that? I, a couple of things come to mind. In my own teaching here at Ave Maria uh, in the theology department, my students read uh, works from uh, anti-Catholic and even atheist authors like Frederick Nietzsche or Bertrand Russell, yeah. or uh, we make sure that we do read key passages uh, from from Luther. So as I've followed the development of this new university, uh, I, I, I have kind of chuckled because I think that these supposedly, you know, dogmatic universities like Ave Maria University are far more open to dialectical engagement than what it appears uh, our secular counterparts are uh, these days. Of course, when we read those authors, we don't leave the issues unresolved, but we expose our students to them precisely so that we can show where they've gone wrong and mm-hmm. how Western civilization has decoupled itself from the coherence of its Christian foundations. But another thing that comes to my mind that I think lies a bit at at the problem here that people don't appreciate is that there's a presumption that in order to be a serious intellectual, you have to be completely open-minded and uncommitted. Yeah. And 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 the the truth of the matter is that you can be committed to truth. In fact, I would say it's precisely because you're committed to truth that you desire to know it more fully. So uh, there's a teaching by John Paul II in Ex Corde Ecclesiae that says that a authentic Catholic university unites two existential orders, the order of resting in the certitude of the truth and the order of wanting to know the truth more fully. Mm-hmm. So the paradox is that I think you can actually make the case that being committed to truth and to a certain truthful content is actually the necessary foundation to inspire you to to study more and and want to learn more and have the confidence that there are answers to the questions that you um, that you have. So Christians are often charged, you know, for being anti-intellectual, but I think it's it's the opposite. It's precisely because we are committed to truth and love the truth that we want to continue to research and grow and know more of the truth through the intellectual life. Mm. That certainly. I mean, the idea of an open mind uh, is similar to what Chester would say, an open mouth. You're meant to put something in it <laughs> and, and digest it. Um, is there any, is it, this kind of enterprise, uh, this thing called the University of Austin, is, is there going to be financing for it? It looks like they have already procured uh, enough seed money to get going, and uh, the president, uh, Pano Canellos, uh, did an interview yesterday in which he said that they're close to uh, finalizing a real estate transaction. So it does look like... um, it, it does look like they have enough funding, at least, uh, to you know, to get off the ground. I saw one one story said that they will start uh, next summer with a non-credit program called Forbidden Courses. <laughs> what would that include? Well, it was um, in the interview that I saw that he did yesterday. I was actually a little disappointed because I was hoping that he would say, you know, Dante or Augustine. <laughs> um, but he actually he said things like, 
Um, well, we're going to talk about things that are uncomfortable in society right now, like uh, like COVID and race relations and yeah. um, and 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 uh, political divisions. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those things are, you know, those things are important, but it wasn't exactly the robust uh, liberal arts vision that I was hoping to hear come out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's tied to immediate uh, political concerns uh, rather than um, those underlying uh, more substantial and even eternal concerns. Um, I think it's it's interesting to me that I mean there were some there were some significant names associated with this. I saw Steven Pinker's name was associated with it, um, and uh, also uh, let's see I'm in front of me here. Um, we had uh, Peter, oh uh, the playwright David Mamet was uh, part part of it, and then uh, former Harvard University president Lawrence Summers. Uh, I, I this. I always wonder when I see people's names associated with a project like this, exactly, you know, they're giving their name, are they giving their heart to a project like this? Do you have any idea? Yeah, I think that there is probably a divide between how this has appeared to some people uh, on paper. You know, it seems like a great idea that you have these scholars calling out the superficiality of the academy and what will actually happen. In fact, I believe two or three of the original advisors um, have distanced themselves from the project uh, now just in the last 48 hours. Wow. And they have... Um, Three, they do have three official faculty members, uh, the noted atheist Peter Bogazian yep. and uh, the secular uh, critic of, of Islam, Ayan Ali, and mm-hmm. then the um, um, uh, philosopher Kathleen uh, Stock, who's a married lesbian from the UK. Mm-hmm. So um, it... To, connecting this with your previous previous segment, which I was listening to, I do think people need to understand that behind the veneer of truth and open-mindedness and so on, this does appear to be a very radical secular initiative. Yeah, uh, that's a great point. That is a great point. Uh, and you wonder how far uh, it, it can go. Uh, Alvin Maria University uh, has been, what, it's been 20 years now? Yep. Uh, well, 18, uh, 18. 2003 was our founding year. Yeah. And uh, you've been committed, of course, to the uh, to truth uh, as it exists and as uh, available to reason and, of course, through the teaching of the church. Uh, tell me about the uh, how you're doing with uh, students down there, the attitudes of faculty, and if, in fact, you're reaching. Uh, are you becoming the university that was originally intended? You know, I think we are, Al. We, uh, in fact, have 150 more students on campus this fall than we did last fall. Mm. So um, our enrollment is growing even beyond uh, what we have expected. Uh, A number of our programs uh, have received national distinction. We just found out last week that all of the graduates uh, from last May from the nursing program passed their NCLEX exams nice. on the first take, wow. which is way above the national average. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the faculty love being 
at a place where uh, they can be themselves as persons of faith who are passionate uh, academics. And I think that's one of the unique things about an authentically Catholic university is it's not only a place where you can get a good education, but since we all love and are committed to the truth and the fullness of truth that is the Catholic faith, we have an authentic community here between students, faculty, and staff that is really hard to find anywhere else. And I've thought my, to myself a few times over the last week what that first uh, faculty meeting is going to be like at the University of Austin. <laughs> that uh, They seem to all be committed to open-mindedness, but when it comes to hammering out the content, I'm not confident <laughs> that there's going to be unanimity. No, I imagine it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, Roger, thank you. And how do people stay in touch with the work of Ave Maria University? Our website, AveMaria.edu, is probably the best place to start. Thanks so much, Roger.